Welcome to Thrive Podcast. Here, you'll find our weekly sermons, songs, and different other types of content. Subscribe now so you don't miss a thing. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us this time and day. Uh, Lord, as we dive into your word, you be the one that's leading us, you be the one that's speaking. Father God, um, take over. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Today we're talking about homosexuality. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a trend. It's a trend. It's a, it's a, people are talking about it. But to give you some stats, okay, to give you some stats. In America, there's only 5% that are loud about it, or actually actively practicing and um, pretty much like talking about it. It's loud on the social media in numbers small, but not small enough to ignore. Are we together? Okay? If you go to Europe, the same thing. So it's not, I'm not saying we have to ignore it. I'm not saying we don't have to talk about it. I'm not saying we don't have to address it. But as much as it seems like it's everywhere, when we put the numbers in, 5% is about a few numbers. 5% of 350 mil or 300 mil. Is that, is that right, Aaron? Population of the states, 300? So um, it's not something we can ignore. It's not something that we can't talk about because it's been there in the Bible too. Okay, since the Old Testament. I'm not even talking about New Testament. Are we together? So, um, how many of you agree that it's a sin? Homosexuality is a sin. Oh, and it's again, it's God's creation and plan. Okay? Do you agree with that? If you agree, Today we're going to assume that you are agreeing because we talked about homosexuality a few months back on our relationship series that homosexuality is not God's creation. It's against God's creation. Some would refer to it as an abomination or craziness or sickness. Did you guys know that homosexuality was a pain, a sickness that was under the Menomin Health Center? For real. You would go to, uh, you would go to, uh, I didn't know. I don't know what the, the facility is, but you'd actually go there and have a therapist and two months therapy and everything. And then it went out from there being a sickness to being a normal thing. That's eh? a trend. But in the Bible, it's been sin since the beginning. Are we together? So it has been evolving in different ways. It has been showing in different ways. Now, we have we had the LGBTQ. Now we have the plus, LGBTQ plus, drag queen, lesbian. You're wondering, why is he saying this out we're talking about that today. So, we uh, do know a lot of it has different names. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say this. So, if you I don't know if you watch Kim's Convenience, it's one of my favorite shows right now. It's uh, <laughs> Koreans based in Canada. So, dude is trying to introduce himself, and his daughter goes like, "No, it's not a he or a she. It's a they." And he says, "I don't see them." <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, anyway uh, so it's like some people are not referred as a he or as a she are we together? they're referred as a they so they don't know what they are or whatever some people feel like they're women some people feel like they're men okay based on feelings okay and then some people go even further and then they change their, you know, change themselves. 
I mean, together, they change themselves, they transgender, trans, they transform. <laughs> it's different kinds of things. It's not just one, like, just one homosexuality just right there, but it keeps going. It has a list, it has different things. So uh, before they finish the whole alphabet, they have to just have to put the plus. LGBTQ plus. All right, now, so if we agree, if we do agree, then what are we, we as Christians supposed to approach people that, that feel like they have the opposite gender or exercise the same-sex relationship? They show up. They want to learn about God. They believe there is God. Some of them believe there is God, but the way they believe about God is different. Okay, they, so they show up to church. If someone wants to come to thrive here, or if you are here, I don't know, but if someone wants to come here and you know they are outspoken, out of the closet, talk about it out loud, how are we supposed to approach it? I mean, don't get me wrong, sin is a sin. If I'm addicted to pornography and I'm judging my friend that is feeling like he's a sheep, do you understand what I mean? If, I, if, I, if I'm judging, what does it look like for me? Okay, we're not. So, how do we approach this? Um, are, are homosexuals welcome in the church at the beginning? Like, let's start, let's start with that. Are they welcome? Right? So, I'm just going to dive into two, three verses and just going to give you what the Bible says about this. All right? Now, uh, there have been two questions that were asked. Um, I think one of the questions was answered with what I've been said about sin. But just to hit on it, any sin. Right? There's any sin. There's like lying, but if you see in the Bible, throughout the Bible, there's things that God does not negotiate with. Uh, for example, even though uh, creation. In the Bible, have you noticed where Jesus goes like what Paul mentions, saying, in the creation, in the beginning, it's something that's non-negotiable. So what happened in the beginning? God created men, women, in his life. Are we together? So he does not negotiate with your sexuality. Let's begin with that. Does that answer your question? So that sin is not put equally put with lying, equally put with addiction, or not. It's sexual sin. Are we together? Does that make sense? Alright. Uh, we can dive deep into it in trying to understand how God actually how God represents that throughout the Bible, starting from the beginning to the end. Does it make sense? And when it comes to some people have hormonal problems when they're born and um, it's natural and all that. So uh, when it comes to that, yes, people have problems. And I think Gannett has also mentioned a bit of it. Some people feel like they need to murder people. And they do. Um, some people have uh, their adrenaline junkies, so they keep doing crazy stuff and they become suicidal. And whatever they do, they don't think they're suicidal. I mean, together. So these kind of people are not don't have the green card to do whatever they want. Are we together? But they have the green card to come closer to God and know God more. Does it make sense? And fight against it. I'm not saying it's easy stuff. I'm not saying this is fit, but this is what the Bible says. Because we need to fight against sin. We need to fight against the worldly ways. The world is the world has its own problems. We're not born into righteousness. We're not born into a holy place. We're born in this world. And the holy one is God. 
So, first thing is, are homosexual people that exercise same sex or transgender, whatever it is, homosexual uh, people that are in the LGBTQ or identify them, are they welcome in the church? Biblically speaking, yes, they are welcome in the church. Um, not related to homosexuals, but there's something that Jesus said in Luke 5, okay? So, <coughs> then Levi, Luke 5, chapter 29, then Levi held a great banquet for Jesus at his house, and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. So, imagine, okay, comes up with a huge party, okay, huge one, think about it, huge one. And it's a banquet, all right? And he has invited all the corrupt business people in Abis okay? And everybody. So, and and a large crowd of tax collectors and others were eating with them. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, who belonged in their sect, complained to his disciples, why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? Question, so one of the guests of Kuzi's we go like, hey, why are you hanging out with these business people? They are corrupt. Why are you hanging out with these people? They are, uh, they are addicted. They are drug addicts. They are, they are this. They are that. They are labeled by sin, according to these people. Are we together? So why are you hanging out with them? And Jesus answered to them, it's not the healthy who need a doctor. I feel like he's also mocking the Pharisees when he says the healthy. Like sarcastically. <laughs> but it's not the healthy who need a doctor, but the sick. I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. So if Jesus accepts these people as human beings and believes that they can repent and eat with them, who am I to say they can't come to church? Ask yourself that. Because the church, as a church right now, is not the building, it's us. I had a gay classmate in high school. We're good friends. We talk about the Bible sometimes, but hey, other than that, we're just good friends. He was weird sometimes, cool. That's his life. But I'm not called to judge the person. I'm called to represent who? Christ. Show Christ. What better place place than the church? Yes, we show Christ in everything that we do, but what better place than the church? So if we are standing at a point a place where we're trying to show love. You know what um, John 4, 8 says, and we're struggling with that? I say, the one who does not love God does not know God, for God is love. He has love. Okay? So, if I'm not showing love, then I don't know who God is, because I'm not representing God's correct character. God's love. Are we together? Does it make sense? Okay, so we welcome this people. We love on this people. Because Jesus said, I have not come to call the righteous, but the sinners to repentance. How do you call people to repentance? How do you call people, how do you put a life on it? With love. Not with sitting and being glorified and all that and up here going like, hey, you right there, sinner. We don't welcome you here. Or yeah, you're welcome, but if you just do this, then you're more welcome. That's not how it works. Jesus wants us to hang out with them. Jesus wants us to love on them. Jesus wants us to lead them towards repentance. 
But I think we need repentance first in our heart before we go and lead people to that. If we have that kind of mindset. Because judging is sin. Are we together? We need to repent within if we have that kind of spirit. The kind that judges people based on of what they do and what they are. And we're not, when I see somebody, I need to be able to see a child of God. Not what they do or didn't do, but a child of God. Are we together? It's up to them to choose to repent or not to repent. But it's not up to me to choose if they can follow or worship God. Are we together? It's up to me to represent, but not for me to choose for them. But what I can choose to do is to represent. What God expects me to do is to represent. Amen? All right. And the second thing I want to say is kindness. In Romans chapter 2, verse 4, God's kindness is intended, intended to lead you to repentance. So are you kind? Are you a kind person? People that are homosexuals, that are in the church, that are in the school, that are in the workplace, are abused. Do you know that? And because of that, they start creating their own community. They start growing their own community, getting closer to their own sin. Because people are not kind. People think they know better. But God doesn't want us to be cruel about this. God wants us to be kind towards these people. I'm not saying accept their sin. I'm not saying that, uh, 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 no, like their sin is verified. Okay, it's okay. They're this because of this. They're this. No. He wants us to accept them as a human being and represent with kindness, with love. Are we together? And there's one thing I want to point out. So the difference between struggling with homosexuality and identifying oneself as a gay may, as gay may seem subtle, but it's a huge distinction. And here's why. God never created us, creation, to be homosexual. In Christ, that is not who we are. In Christ, we are a new creation. Christians may struggle with impatience, idolatry, lust, or pride. Christians may struggle with the same-sex attraction, but that does not make them homosexual. If you're practicing, it doesn't make you homosexual. If you're, sorry, if you're practicing, it makes you homosexual. If you're not practicing, that make, that doesn't make uh, that doesn't make, put you in the category of homosexual. You have the feeling to lie. You have the feeling to sin. You have the feeling to do wrong. But you you can stand against it. Are we together? Does it make sense? There's a difference between lying and thinking about lying. There's a difference between thinking of killing somebody because they're annoying and actually killing them for real. Does it make sense? Okay? So there's a difference. So sin, now listen to me, sin is a heart problem. We don't approach it the hard way where we, where it, people gossip behind people or like, Go to them and indicate hey, you're not welcome here. But yes, we sin, but now. No. But Jesus actually wants us to do what? To love on these people. Because sin is a hard problem. But he wants us to pray with these people. Not just make them friends. Not just welcome them to church. We have a responsibility to pray with these people. 
And when I say pray for these people, I don't mean put your hands on them and get that Shekinah spirit and oh, we'll No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about in your house. I'm talking about in your prayer time. Just think about these people. Pray for them. Intercede for these people. And if they want to talk, be there for them. And if you're not the kind of person that can talk to these people, guide them to the people that can think and talk to. Are we together? Love, kindness, patience, the fruits of the Spirit. Not judging, not gossiping. So a question I have for you is, I, do you think, I don't want you to know to put your hands up because I don't want to judge, you know? Don't put me this in. But do you think in your heart that you can represent Christ without judging? Do you think in your heart or do you have the understanding? Because as a humans, we fail a lot. But do we at least understand what the Bible says? Are we ready to implement? Are you ready to implement? If somebody today is sitting next to you, I'm a serial killer. I was a serial killer. I just came out of prison. Are you going to change your seat? <laughs> People are like, yes. <laughs> but we're in church. <laughs> no, for real though. Or are you going to communicate the way Jesus did? I'm going to just show love and kindness. I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying, this serial killer, or whatever this person is, or identifies as, doesn't make you feel comfortable or it goes the wrong way, just run, like David did, run. Okay? But what I'm saying is, your life needs to be a representation of who Christ is. My first instinct, my first instinct, my first thing when I hear about somebody, you know, like I'm sitting right here, and that person tells me about what they're struggling with, I should be able to listen to them with love and kindness and talk to them, and represent Jesus Christ. And if they don't want to hear about it, that's okay. I don't, it's not my place to judge. But it's my place to pray for them, so I'll pray for them in my home. I'll think about it. I'll check on them. If they think that's weird, I'll stop. Are we together? So we need to be able to represent Christ. Love your neighbor. You don't get to choose who your neighbor are. Do you know that? You know you can't choose your neighbors? But literally, if you, if you try choosing your neighbors, would you go renting an apartment or a house for like, who are my neighbors? What's your name? What do you do? We're like, oh, okay, I don't like you. Some people might, but how awful would you be doing? Another biblical neighbor, everybody we meet in every situation in life, you don't get to choose them. Yeah. Does it make sense? But what we get to choose is to love Christ, is to love all people, to represent Christ. Not to judge. Or try, die trying. Are we together? So Philippians 4, 8, 6. When you approach this, now, we're going to take a different angle. When you, when you approach this, when you, when, you, when you are in the midst of situations where it's weird, you don't understand it, but remember, your actions, this, my actions should be whatever is true. What's true? Love and kindness. Whatever is noble, love and kindness. Whatever is right, love and kindness is right. Whatever is pure, pure love, pure kindness. It's tough for human beings, for us, but we try our best towards that. Whatever is lovely. Love isn't the word lovely. It's nice, kindness, lovely. Whatever is admirable, admirable. Whatever is, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, 
think about such things. So when you look at these people, don't think about what they're doing. Think about something that's praiseworthy. Love. Think about something that's admirable. Kindness. Patience. Next week we'll wrap up this series. But I want you guys to remember, when I look at somebody that's sinning, am I on the edge? Right here? Trying to run away from these people? Because if I'm running away from people, if I'm not representing Christ, I'm not getting closer to Christ. Or am I the person that gets closer to God by representing who he is? Am I the person that tries to do sin, you know? Try to see if I can, how far I can go before I fall. Or am I the person that goes like, you know what? I'm going to get closer to God. Remember the example I gave you first, uh, first part, first uh, series, secure, on secular music? We're talking about the eight, being on the edge. We're talking about my marriage. If I'm the kind of man Okay? That goes around, just hangs out with women, any kind of women, doesn't matter the number, it's not about number or what kind, but like any kind, or just hanging out and going like, well, it'll be okay. My wife will be okay with it. And if I'm appropriate, oh, my wife will be okay with it. It's okay. And then boom, with the age, I fall. But because I love the wife so much, I only want to surround people with people that will encourage me or push me towards the right way. Are we together? Does it make sense? That would encourage me and push me towards the right way because I want to protect my relationship. I want to protect my wife. I want to protect myself from sin. I want to protect our marriage. I want to be the best man I can be for her. Not to play with fire. Does it make sense? Because that's not a loving relationship. So it's not about how far I can go before I hurt, I hurt my wife, I hurt our relationship, I mess up our marriage, but it's how, how close can I get to God? But, but how close can I get to my wife? How, how can I increase my, my love life? Does it make sense? That's the love life with God. I know a lot of you are single and ready to mingle here, not married, but the love for God. Okay? Some men are like, we're single, are you single ladies? So, uh, but we'll, we'll make it later. But what, do you understand what I'm saying? Are we together? So the question you need to ask yourself again and again and again and again is how close can I get to? To? Christ. Who's the center of the Bible? Jesus. And who's the center of our life? So there's no other Jesus we know than the, the other, other than the Jesus that's in the Bible, right? So represent him. Live out the life he wants you to live. All right? And a count of three, we're all going to say, Jesus! One, two, three. Jesus! It's not loud enough. One, two, three. Jesus! All right. I, I hear some people harmonizing to that. <laughs> all right, can we all stand now? Let's pray. All right, Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us this time and day. Lord, you've been amazing in teaching us your word. You've been amazing in, like, helping us understand the word. Way. We pray that in the life that we live, um, Father, help us to grow, help us to represent, help us to love, help us to be kind, Father. Father, give us the kind of heart that you want. Lord, there's a lot going on in the world. People are struggling. People are identifying difference as a different person than you created them, Lord. 
Father, we pray that they may find you, they might find the light, that they may see the truth. And Father, help us be a community that loves all people that are struggling. Because we're all struggling in somewhere or somewhere. Help us be the community that loves all people, that is kind to people. Help us see people and not what they did and did not do. Help us see the creation that you've created and not the mess they made. Thank you for this day. And Father, as we go through the weekend and the upcoming week, we hand it over to you. In your name we pray. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Before